Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I talk about my successes and my failures and hope that you'll learn something from my experience and hopefully improve your life. This week's episode is called Conscious Communication. An ignorant person is inclined to blame others for his own misfortune. To blame oneself is proof of progress, but the wise man never has to blame another or himself. Epictetus Have you ever thought about how often we have judgments in our language? Are you even aware of how often we communicate our own opinions and feelings about others? What if we could remove judgments from our language? Today I want to talk about ways that we can make our language more clear and increase our ability to communicate non-judgmentally with others. So a few months ago, I picked up a book called Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg. And the idea behind nonviolent communication, or alternatively what the author calls conscious communication, is that there are many aspects of the way that we speak and the way that we hear things that cloud communication with others. Now, there are many aspects of nonviolent communication. But the part that I want to focus on in this podcast is one particular idea. And that idea is that if we could strip out the judgments from our communication, then we could communicate more clearly with each other. And doing so would allow us to deal with the issues for what they are, rather than all the judgments about the issues, which often become a distraction or even a roadblock in communicating with others. Now, the process of communicating this way is not an easy thing because unconsciously we make all kinds of judgments in our language. Most of these judgments are what the author calls moralistic judgments, which are judgments about the rightness or wrongness of the other person according to our values. Each of us makes value judgments about what principles we hold and how we think the world could be best served by those values. Now, when we make moralistic judgments, we are comparing others to our ideal of what we think they should be or how they should act. For example, if someone cuts us off in traffic, then they're an idiot. If we think someone isn't working hard enough, they're lazy. If we don't like the way someone dresses, they're dressed inappropriately. And all day long, we are passing judgments on others and ourselves, and we're usually not even that aware that we're doing it. And if we're honest with ourselves, often the stronger feelings we have about something, the more intense our judgment is about the idea. 
Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. Rumi. When we focus too much on classifying how good or bad, or to what level others or ourselves are in relation to what we think they should be, we're not paying attention to what the other person or ourselves might actually need. For example, if our significant other is wanting more affection from us than what we're currently giving, we might judge them as being too needy or clingy. We might argue with them to stop being so clingy, or we might make it mean that we're not good enough for them, rather than noticing that they have some need that isn't being fulfilled. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Carl Jung So how can we get better about communicating in ways that carry less judgment? As with most things, it really takes a lot of awareness. And until we're aware that we're doing this every day, it makes it challenging to change our behavior. And the better we get at noticing when we're passing judgment, the more progress we can make. What it really comes down to is how well we can observe something or someone without evaluating them. A way to practice this is to take whatever it is that we're saying and distill it to just the facts. And if we could say things that are verifiable or provable, then we're already making a big step forward towards conscious communication. Now, a good example of this is in the book where the author is working with a group of teachers who are frustrated with the principal because they feel he talks too much and overruns conversations. He asks the teachers what the issue is, and the answers include statements like, he has a big mouth, or he talks too much, and he thinks only he has anything worth saying. And all of these statements are judgments or inference about the principle, and not simply observations. And it took some work to help these teachers come up with a list of specific behaviors and the outcomes of those behaviors, such as because of his extra storytelling, the meetings almost always run over t their time limit. Now, learning to separate our judgments from observations is not an easy thing to do, but it really pays huge dividends in communicating with others. A simple exercise that can help us be more aware of the judgments that we make is to practice separating observations from judgments. For example, if we meet someone, rather than thinking about how attractive or unattractive they are, or how humorous or how boring they are, we can practice just noticing factual things about them first. We can notice the color of their eyes how tall they are, or the length of their hair. And after that, then we can pay attention to the opinions that we form about them, such as they have a pleasant speaking voice, or they're too short or too tall, or they have great taste in clothes. Another part of conscious communication is that we need to own our judgments, opinions, and feelings about a situation. If we think that someone is lazy, rather than simply declaring that they're lazy, we could say something like, in my opinion, I think that someone that works less than 60 hours a week is lazy. It's still a judgment, but we're owning that we are making the judgment. Another example, if you have a friend who dominates conversations, you might say something like, I feel frustrated when talking with you when you interrupt me and don't let me finish my thoughts. Now, let's talk a little bit more about value judgments. So I mentioned this earlier, and value judgments in and of themselves are not bad. We each have principles and ideals that are important to us, and it's how we get along in the world. We may value honesty or kindness or compassion or a host of other ideals that help us decide how we want to show up in the world. And when expressing these ideals, 
we also need to be careful not to attach judgments to them. When we express our values, we can do so in a way that expresses our feelings about it without passing judgment on others. For example, if we think that honesty is a very important principle, we might say, I value honesty and people who are dishonest are awful and should be fed to a pack of coyotes, which obviously has a strong judgment attached to it. But instead of that, we could say something like, I value honesty and I understand how it can be hard to do so, so I appreciate it when others are honest with me. The last bit of advice that I can offer on this topic is to try and be more compassionate with your communication. Before you say something to someone, think about how it might be received. Think about how you might receive it. Is it something that would upset you if your friend or partner said it to you? Is there a way that you can remove any judgments from it and just state the facts? Are you saying this because you're trying to get the other person to change? The closer you can get to just stating the facts, taking out judgments, and not placing blame or having expectations, the easier it will be to work on the root of the issue and avoid getting into an argument about how you think they are right or wrong. One of the most important skills that we can develop in our lives is communicating with other people. And nonviolent communication is a process that can help us communicate more clearly. The more conscious we are about how we're communicating, the better we can connect with others. And by learning how to separate our judgments and opinions from our observations, we are more likely to have our concerns received better, as well as keep the conversation focused on the real issue and not our opinion about the issue. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening.